scriptures that have been read for you today come from the Revised Common Lectionary for this Sunday. And for those of you who may not know, the lectionary is an amazing compilation of suggested scripture to study each week. It is used by the majority of mainline Protestant churches, and if you follow the schedule for every Sunday, you can get through the majority of the Bible with your congregation in three years. The different scripture passages follow the seasons of the church, and they share the life of Jesus. The three years are each dedicated to a particular gospel. This year we are in year A, the Gospel of Matthew. Three years, an entire Bible, and this is the message for us today. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Beyond Psalm 23, this is one of the most comforting passages in Scripture. This invitation from Jesus to bring our burdens, our exhaustion, our fears to him in order to find rest is timely, to say the least. I honestly laughed when I read it. It was one of those laughs that happens when I'm feeling anxious and I'm trying to wrap my head and heart around something. It was a laugh of disbelief. Like, really, God? Yes, really. I had just finished a four-day-long in-town mission with our youth, where we all stayed at the church, and we worked our heinies off doing service for the community. And I had no idea how exhausted I would be. No idea. I slept pretty much straight with breaks for meals for about five days. (laughs) It was exhausting. And so then I hear this, this scripture about rest. I also imagine that there are plenty of you here in this congregation that are just weary in general and weary at the news of Bobby leaving. As I learned more, Uh, I read that in in Matthew, the chapter preceding this one, Jesus' disciples were sent out into the world to proclaim his messages and do miracles. They were tasked with speaking the truth about the kingdom of God as they had received it and seen it in Jesus. The disciples met with a lot of resistance. Jesus knew they would. But then... Jesus gave thanks to God and speaks of offering him our burdens. In this context, Jesus spoke specifically of rest from the burden of religious obligation that was being imposed by the scribes and the Pharisees of that time. In the commentary on Matthew, Douglas Hare explains it this way. Jesus did not come to abolish the law of Moses, but to fulfill it by providing its ultimate interpretation. It is not the same interpretation that has been understood and handed down through generations. There are many questions, there's a lot of doubt and disbelief that come from the religious leaders of the time. Doubt and disbelief 
like I had when I said, really? And like so many moments when change is coming. In the Genesis passage that Kyle read for you, we are reminded how God kept his promise to Abraham. It is the end of Abraham's life, and he needs his lineage to carry on in order to fulfill God's promise. He asks one of his most dedicated servants to go and find his son Isaac a wife from among his family in the land that he left. We are given a beautiful example of what it looks like to remain faithful. The servant prays before the encounter, asking for guidance and wisdom, and gives thanks when Rebecca is found. Rebecca is then given her own choice of whether or not to follow. She chooses to go and marry a stranger. She is not thrown off by the call to journey to a far place and marry someone she does not know. God's promise is fulfilled through the faithfulness of Rebecca and the servant. The story of Abraham is the story of a promise fulfilled. God's hand was present, but humankind's decisions were not made for them. In response to God's faithfulness, the people responded with faithfulness. In Jesus, God has fulfilled the ultimate promise. Just as God brought about finding the wife for Isaac, God brought about sending John the Baptist as the waymaker for Jesus, God sent Jesus to be our example for living, our affirmation of God's movement in this world now. But Jesus was rejected by this world. The idea of what Jesus was, was supposed to be and wasn't, made others despise him. And now, and Jesus responds with this, um, this dissent, this um, disagreement with, with this. And I, I'm going to read verses 25 through 30 again from the Matthew passage in, um, as paraphrased by the message. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that's the way you like to work. Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation, coming out of father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the Son the way the Father does, nor the Father the way the Son does. But I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. 
Our church has been recently shaken by the revelation of Bobby's departure. We've heard a lot about it in the past couple weeks, but I thought it would be dishonest not to talk about it today. Um, unlike some of the other staff, I did not have the opportunity to work with Bobby for very long. But I was overjoyed to build that relationship and to learn from him. When I learned that this was not to be, I felt lost. I wonder what you have felt, either in the moment you learned about Bobby or a different moment in your life when the course you were anticipating, counting on, changed. I imagine we have all experienced this in some way or another. Job changes, divorce, growing up and leaving home of a child, and also death. All these changes and more we experience in our lives. And when they come, they can stop us in our tracks. But in all these times, God's gracious will is present in each moment. After talking with others about Bobby and preparing for this sermon, something I already knew I was reminded of. Jesus is the church. And we are the church. We grieve for the loss of Bobby as our pastor and give thanks for all that he has done, but that is not where we stay. Just as Jesus extended this invitation to another community that was lost, come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So Jesus extends this invitation to you and to me. We have a role, just as Abraham did, just as Rebecca did, just as John the Baptist did. All we can do is listen and make the best decision possible based on our experience of Jesus Christ. Our experience in this scripture is the ultimate comfort. Not only is Jesus the place where we find rest and lighten our loads, Jesus helps us carry those loads. We have a partner. Our yoke does not have to be so heavy. It is not all on us. Our partner intimately knows and understands God's gracious will for our lives. Jesus extends the invitation and has prepared the way. All we need to do is accept it. Easier said than done, I know. But that is why we need and have been given grace. Amen.